Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Away.com. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Meat Market Studio, Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Reggie Swinton, John Neighbors off today. We're going to have a lot to talk about with some football going on tonight. That's what we're looking forward to. And all the NFL teams are in training camp, so this is a great time of the year. And then college football, they're about to start getting into fall camp also. So football is right around the corner from where we are and let's see, there's a countdown to the first Razorback game, which is in 30 days. But overall, college football is around 23 days. People wait six, seven months for this time of year. People are always excited for football, but I don't think many people get excited for basketball season. Maybe some for foot, I mean, for uh, baseball, but for football, man, there's so many people talking about the game tonight, about the preseason, all that kind of stuff, man. So it's a great time to be a football fan. So, thoughts on the preseason for you guys? Um, a little different with you, Reggie, because you actually played, and then uh, how we may view it. Well, we didn't give you a yeah, because I don't, I don't want to follow Reggie since he actually played in preseason games. But I'm, it's right now. I'm extremely excited because, like I was telling you, Joe, when we came in here, that we're going to have football that we can talk about that's happening today, not that's happening months ahead or weeks ahead, whatever. So it's good from that regard. You know, I don't think we're going to see Aaron Rodgers tonight or anything like that, but it's just good to at least have real football again and we're not having to watch highlights. But I do, after about the first week, get a little bit tired of the preseason just because it's kind of like you get a little bit of an idea. But at least, again, it's just the main thing is we've got football back and it's here to stay till February. Well, I can tell you, man, the only ones that's really excited about the you know this time of year all the rookies. They're trying to get in, get acclimated, see what's going on. All the veterans know what to expect. They know how grimy it is. They know the long days, the long hours you put into it. They're just waiting to get to week one. So it's like right now, they're just still in time trying to get to week one, trying to make sure they don't get hurt in this preseason. That'd be the main focus of all the guys who've been there. Let me get through this preseason so I can get to the real season. Um, And I was once that rookie that became that vet that, hey, let's get to the season. So it's a two-part thing in it, man. But for the fans, they don't really care. They want to see what their team been working on and what's been going on. So it's an exciting time of the year for everybody except for the veterans that's been there for four or five years or more. Okay, so that's how long it takes, four or five years before it starts to get old. Because as a rookie, of course, like you said, you know, you're looking forward to it and looking forward to that opportunity. Then when you come back as a second-year player – you want to be able to build on what you started that first season. So it takes about four or five years well, before it gets old. Well, it's yeah, but now it's different than how we came through. So we had real tour days. Now it's one long practice and a bunch of meetings. So I don't know how strenuous it is right now as far as 
uh, on their bodies. But for us, those, man, going twice a day in full pads, man, that could get to you for six weeks. And so you're away from your family, man. There's a lot of fights in the locker room going on. There's a lot of things going on that the people just don't know because you're with your teammates for four or five, six weeks straight with no family. Uh, and you get frustrated when you don't see your wife and your kids, man. So veteran guys, they're trying to get away from this, get back home, get back in their house and their bed to their families, and let's get to week one. And I became that guy. Now, you mentioned something also there in pads. The, the new CBA, they take about a week or so before they actually get in the pads. So they get in the camp, get acclimated, get back to the working routine and working out which these guys are working out in the off season on their own anyway, but they get into that routine of just going through plays and almost walkthroughs and everything before they actually put any pads on. And so you just taught me something because back when I played, it was pads day one, day one, practice one. Let's get out there and see what you're about. Turn, We're going to hit. Oh, well, they, there was an image there. I was going to say turn over your head and <laughs> you see your boy Dak, and they were showing him going through his throwing motion, and uh, <laughs> all he had on, you know, was a shell. Didn't have on any pads. <laughs> Dak. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> – I love my Cowboys, man. Uh, but he's my quarterback, so I got to root for him for us to win. Uh, and so I've been watching a little bit of him in practice. I saw where him and uh, Diggs had some words, and Diggs had some choice words for him. Um, and I seen Dak throw a couple of picks in practice, so he was he was Dakking, doing what Dak do. But hopefully he can cut down from 15 picks this year to at least about, I don't know, seven or eight. He led the league in interceptions and missed five games. And missed five games, so wow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Reggie, I want to go back real quick to yeah. that because, look, it's that time of year where we see those videos trending on social media about fights and practice. Is that not just standard every type of play type stuff where defense is talking trash to offense oh, and vice versa? let me – so in my career, the only time I didn't fight, the only year I did not fight was my last year with the Cardinals. So from 10th grade at Central – to every year except 2005. Going back I to high school in, with this I got time. into a fight with a teammate every year. It's hot, yeah. From 92 to 2005, I got into a fight. It just happens because, you know, I talk a lot of noise. And so, you know, I'm fighting the biggest guys, linebackers and defensive ends. But it just happens because, you know, testosterone, you know, you want to show you tough. And little guys get picked on a lot. Now, you know, I was 170, man. So... Um, I got picked on a lot. You know, I don't like bullying. So, you know, I fought, man. But it's a lot of guys that fight. I mean, it happens every single day in the locker room, on the field. You know, it's crazy. But when it's all said and done, we all fighting for each other, too. Offensive line, defensive line, of course, where everything starts up front, you get some of that going on. But some of the best matchups are the receiver-DB matchups when you get in the camp and you see them kind of going back and forth and, that's where a lot of trash talking does take place. Well, if you go back to Hard Knocks, oh, I think it was oh two with the Cowboys, you will see me on there fighting in one on ones. I oh, picked I up a guy and slammed him. Yeah, he uh, he kept holding me, so we had went back to back. And the second time he grabbed me again, so I picked him up and I slammed him. And when I did, my whole fingernail tore off my freaking finger, man. You talking about pain? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it just happens all the time. Was that on the hard knocks where, where Luke got the Anthony Luke? Yep, got the, the same injury? hard knocks. Yeah, okay, the same I think hard I knocks. Yeah, wow. I remember yep. that now. Mm-hmm. I got into a fight there on HBO. Is that something that if the coaches see it, they try to get it sorted out, or does it get to the point where the fight actually breaks out and then the coaches intervene? Uh, both. You know, I fought Emmett Smith, and that was documented. You can go right now and Google Reggie Swin, Emmett Smith fight, and you're going to read the article. Uh, but it, it wasn't on film, though, right? On video, it was on film, but the public didn't see it. We seen it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell you, we might need to pull that on. Well, yeah. I don't know if that audio. No, would we be saw it in meetings, for... and they kept playing it over and over and over and over. <laughs> you know, Marshawn said over and over, and they kept playing it, man, every single day in practice. I mean, in the uh, the uh, uh, meeting rooms. So this is a time of the year that contracts are released. When you see players getting new contracts, signing, you see players holding out. A lot of news comes out with injuries. Um, defensive ends, they seem to be the position right now, of course, with running backs. Running backs, that's something that it's in a whole different category by itself. But defensive ends, the guys getting after the quarterbacks, 
a lot of them are holding out now because they feel like they may be underpaid. That's the money position. That position and right tackle. Those are the money positions. And look, get all you can and can all you get and sit on that can. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get all the money you can because once they think that you're washed up, you're done. You ain't getting no more big paydays. And so, you know, I'm not for guys holding out for a long time, but if you feel like you're worth what you're not getting, then get it. And and so sometimes you have to hold out to prove a point. And when you know you're valuable, when you know that there is somebody who doesn't have your stats that didn't do what you did last year getting paid more than you, and it's your contract year or you're near your contract, then get your money because I can tell you when they think you are done, they will ask you for a pay cut. So when fans get mad about, oh, why is he holding out? Well, why the team holding out on money? They got it. You want to give it to a certain player, hey, pay me. That's always going to be a balance, though. They have to feel it out and and make sure they get that that balance on the salary cap to see who's going to get paid. And then if you pay too much at one position, which happens quite a bit with the quarterbacks, now you have to be able to spread that money around. But the guys getting after the quarterbacks, they need to be well compensated. So it's all a balancing act, and that's what the GM is for, to try to figure all that out. But look, though, so when you're not playing well, they'll come and ask you for a pay cut. So why you can't ask for a pay raise? Absolutely. If you have a down year, they'll come to you and say, can we defer your money, or can you take less money? Okay, well, I have a good year. Can you pay me more money? So it's an equal balance. The latest in this trend is Eagles defensive end Hassan Reddick. 16 sacks last season, 19 and a half if you want to count the playoffs. So he had a good playoff run. He says, at this point, I'm done talking. Like I have anything to prove to anybody that my play now speaks for itself. I don't feel like I have to show anybody anything. I'm done with all that. Did he have one good year or has it been consistently good years? That's he, the question. he did have that one good year and he may have underperformed a bit for the Cardinals. Um, but over the past three seasons, it says with the Cardinals, he had 39 and a half sacks, which that's still good. And then 13 forced fumbles, four recoveries. So uh, he's been productive everywhere he's been. But with the Cardinals, well, he was kind of viewed as underperforming a bit. Unless you're on your contract year, you got to have consistently good years to get that big, that, that big money. Now, if you're on your contract year and you ball out, somebody's going to pay you. But if you're not on your contract year and you're asking for a new deal, it's got to be consistent. Like you can't have one good year and feel like you become Reggie White and you, know, and you should get paid. And that's what a lot of these owners are basically saying. Jerry Jones, he was talking about Zach Martin and saying that, well, because Dak was speaking up for Zach Martin, so he says, well, Dak is taking up a large portion of this salary cap, so if we didn't pay him as much, maybe we would have more money left over for yeah, Zach Martin. Yeah, he should give some money back. <laughs> he should give some Dak money back. Dak should give some money back. He's stealing. <laughs> now, uh, the other thing, you see players that do take a restructure this time of the year with roster bonuses, and they turn it into signing bonus. Now, most people are saying, okay, they're sacrificing. They're not really sacrificing You're anything. You're getting your money. You're getting your money. Just not you when turn, you was going to get it. Exactly. And you turn it in. And it's to, guaranteed. Exactly. And that only helps the team. Unless so it doesn't matter go, if it's coming as a roster bonus or a signing bonus as long as you get it. Unless you go fight some dogs and it ain't guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> we have more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. If you want to get into the show, you can call 501-661-1037. Text Southern Structural Solutions text line. Same number. 501-661-1037. Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. More of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. Stay tuned. Are you still on the sidelines? Then it's time you suit up and get in the game. Download Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app, Bet Saracen, today. This is SportsCenter. Arkansas football head coach Sam Pittman met with the media yesterday ahead of fall camp, which begins tomorrow. He talked about the usage of tight ends. The tight ends, how, are we going to be serviceable? Are we going to be pretty good? Are we going to highlight them? And I don't know what the answer is yet, but boy, they can run. 
they can catch and they are bigger and more physical than we've had at that position. And in Arkansas basketball news, Charles Ballantyne has passed away at age 60. He played for the Razorbacks from 1981 to 1985. Ballantyne is best known for hitting the game-winning shot against Michael Jordan and the number one North Carolina Tar Heels in Pine Bluff in 1984. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Dad, I don't feel good. I'll grab the Vicks Dayquil Kids Honey. Isn't Dayquil just for parents? Actually, Vicks Dayquil Kids Honey is just for kids. Specially designed to treat kids' most bothersome cold symptoms quickly. With a honey-licious tasting flavor kids like. You know what else kids like? Dayquil Kids Honey first, then video games. Deal. Vicks Dayquil Kids Honey. The kids' honey-licious daytime coughing congestion stuffy head stuffy nose medicine. Safe for ages 6+. plus. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Do you own or operate Macs, Volvos, Freightliners, Kenworths, Peterbilts, or international trucks? We can offer you the same dealership-level computer diagnostics with highly trained and professional mechanics without dealership wait times and cost. Whether you're a municipality, fleet, or small business with one truck, come see why our customers have made us the highest-rated independent repair shop in Arkansas. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Take exit 7 on I-440 or call 568-2185. A motorcycle seems pretty simple. It has one engine, two wheels, and plenty of attitude. But you crash one of these babies, and things get complicated quick. That's when you need these guys. At Rainwater Holton Section, we keep it simple. When the insurance company tries to pay you less, we fight to get you more. No hassle, no confusing legal terms, and no fee unless we get money for you. Keep it simple. Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney, Michael Rainwater, Bob Sexton. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi! Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Cater your next event, lunch, or dinner. Get the party started. 80 to 240 pieces of sushi platter. Rock and roll! Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Order at rockandrollsushi.com. With four locations to choose from in Benton, Conway, and two in Little Rock. In Central Arkansas, cleaning has a new meaning, and that's FMS. For the best in industrial or commercial services, one-time construction cleans to monthly contracts, from strip and seals of any surface to epoxy coatings or polished concrete. Remember the name, Facility Maintenance Services, the mean, clean, brightening machine. So if you're busy trying to run a business, let FMS take care of the rest by calling Timber or Harrison at 501-428-6585 or go to FMS4Dice.com. That's FMS, the number four. Dice.com. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Oh, man. Talk radio. Yes, talk radio. So boring, man. Okay, okay. The car just, just committed suicide. Shut up, man. On 1037 The Buzz.
back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Reggie Swinton. We have NFL football tonight. Jets and Browns. And with teams in NFL training camps, we're going to get some training camp stories, Kyle. This is going to be good. <laughs> we're going to hear some of these great stories over the next couple of days. Yeah, yeah I've heard a few. I've had, had a couple of, of friends also from Arkansas that are – um, not that Reggie's a lot older than me, but you know some that I had played with in high school that did make it to the NFL. Heard some pretty interesting stories, but uh, you know Reggie was in multiple NFL locker rooms, so I'm sure I'm sure you could probably write a book. I got one coming out. Really, I do. It's called Defeat and Rejections. Okay. I guess I guess I can go ahead and tell y'all now. Yeah, Defeat and Rejections. It, it's going to be out real soon. It's going to be a really really nice book, man. That going to have some quotes in there from Emmett and. You know, guys, y'all heard Larry Fitzgerald and Darren Woodson going to, you know, tell some stories in there, man. So it's a, it's a really good book that talks about my career, the ups, the downs, getting cuts, getting paid, my family life, uh, uh, suicide, all those thoughts I had, man. So it details everything that I've gone through. If you want to get into the show today, call 501-661-1037. You can text Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Ask your record life and feedback. It is a Trash Talk Thursday. So if you want to call in or text and talk some trash, you can definitely do that. But uh, let's get into some of these training camp stories. We want to we want to get <laughs> go ahead and get some of these started. Wherever you want to start. So I was telling Joe during the break, that Roy Williams, the receiver Roy Williams. Because we were talking about Roy right. Williams, and uh, I asked Reg if he played with both of them, so he actually played with both of them. Yeah, I did. And so the receiver Roy Williams, he came in in 04 as, I think, the fourth pick in yeah. the draft in Detroit. Right. And his locker was right next to mine. So every day the media was crowding my locker because they were trying to talk to him. And I'm like, man, would y'all get away from my freaking locker and get over on his side? So... Um, and I was telling Roy all the time, man, these people love you right now. But the minute something don't go their way with you, they will dog you. I guess we're in week number seven or eight, and we're playing the Cowboys in Dallas, where he's from, right? You, yeah, with the yeah. Lions. Yeah, yeah. And so he had got hurt the week before in New York, where I called my touchdown pass at. And so I was the fourth receiver. So we're down in the pregame, and he's a game-time decision, right? <laughs> As they always say, game-time decision. So he out there in the field working out, trying to see if he can go. And I'm out there, you know, I'm the, you know, I'm waiting like, please don't go, Roy, because I want to play in Dallas. You right. know, I'm like, please don't go. And he kept running up and down the freaking field, man, and he couldn't run. And he gave a thumbs down. I was like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> and you're not supposed to root for your best friend not to play, but – no, he's already paid. To play, yeah, he's play. already paid. I want to get paid. It was so, about getting that opportunity. Right. So he didn't play. I had a good game against the Cowboys, too, man. And how did that change for you, though, going from the fourth receiver to three three receiver as far as playing time and how much you actually would have gotten on the field? It depends on how many sets we run with three receivers and four receivers. With him being down, we didn't bring another receiver. So we couldn't go four all the time. So we just do a lot of uh, what's called zebra. So I was the uh, third guy, zebra guy. So I moved around from the X to the zebra to the Z. You know, I knew all the parts. So that made me valuable because Roy was only going to be the X. The entire street was only going to be uh, the uh, Z. And then Oz Akeem was the Y. Well, I was more valuable because I knew everything. And so I'm like, Roy, don't play, man. Don't play. And he was, bro, he was over there, man, running. And I'm sitting there saying, please, God, we're back in Dallas. Let me play this game, all game. And he couldn't go. And it's sad to say, bro, I was happy he didn't play. But that, he knows this. Yeah, that's an inter interesting dynamic, though, because he's from there. You yeah. play for the Cowboys, and both of you are trying yeah. to get, get back and play right. against the Cowboys and get some shine. But what I told him, I said, hey, they're not going to love you if you can't play. And sure enough, that Monday in the locker room, they came in asking him all them questions about why come he couldn't go, yada, yada, yada. And when they left, he was like, Swintown, you right. And from that point on, he didn't talk to him much. They only love you if you can be that superstar. If you can't play through pain, you're just another overpaid brother out there playing ball. And that's the business side of it. 
For me, I played through everything because I had to. Roy had a choice. I didn't have a choice. So I played through MCL injuries. I separated shoulder, cracked ribs. I had to because if I don't, they'll bring in Joe Franklin. And Joe had one good punt return, Reggie back in Little Rock. <laughs> you know? So I got to play they're, through. Because yeah. they're trying to save some money they any way they can. Some money. And yeah. get some production. Well, right. Reg, I wanted to ask you about that, too, because I'm sure you probably covered this in that book that you mentioned that's coming out. But mm-hmm. talking about, like, going through training camp, this time of year you see guys get cut. You see them get picked up off waivers. You see trades, all that stuff. Like, just kind of touch on, like, the mental health aspect side of it on going through, especially, like, you know, the guys that have families and they go to other teams. But, I mean, you go to a training camp and then you might just get a tryout and then you're cut and you're somewhere else. You got to think about living conditions and, again, families. There's so many things that people don't think think about. They just see a headline in the newspaper. Man, great question. So, being that I was, you asked the right guy because I was cut nine times. <laughs> so, I kind of got experience. I knew you had been traded. And I got experience. Oh, on waivers. And being like that, traded. So. So when you get cut, man, it's a deflating feeling because all your life you've been this elite athlete. And you get to a point where somebody tells you that, hey, man, you're not good enough. And when you've been good all your life, but now you ain't good enough, it messes with your psyche a lot. You're thinking, am I good enough? But a lot of guys, they know midway through training camp. If you ain't getting no reps, you probably ain't going to make it. And I remember when I was in Seattle in 2000, and I wasn't getting many reps. And I called Coach Nutt, who was really busy back at that time at Arkansas. And he finally got my – it took me a while to catch him because he was busy. And I said, Coach, man, I ain't, I ain't getting no reps. I ain't getting no plays. How am I going to make this team? And he said something to me that stood out, and it helped me. He said, Swintos, don't count your plays. Make your plays count. There you go. He said, every time you get in, I don't care if it's one run play, you go 100 miles an hour and you block that safety, you block that cornerback, they're going to see it on film. And boy, was he right, because I got cut there. But when I was in Dallas, I went 100 miles an hour every time. And let me tell you about that. So when the Cowboys brought me in in 01, that's when Joey and Rocky was hurt. And uh, it was uh, Chris Brazel, Jason Tucker, uh, Damon Hodge and a few more guys and they needed some more camp bodies so they brought me in for a camp body per se and those guys needed rest so they was helping me learn to play and they was trying to help me get it so they could rest well I came in balling they went from helping me every day to not talking to me <laughs> and, we was in a, and we was in a meeting one night and I made a diving catch on a one yard line and went in a meeting one night and I was sitting behind Emmett I remember this story and he stops the whole meeting. He gets up, goes over there, cuts the lights on. He says, hey, this new guy, I don't know who he is. But since he's been here, he's made nothing but plays. And I'm sitting there like, Emmett's talking about me. He didn't know my name yet. He's talking about me. Man, that gave me the confidence through the roof. And from that point on, man, I took off. And, though, and all those guys I named, every one of them got cut. Every one of them got cut? They got cut eventually. Okay. Right? That's when Luke came in. Luke and Darren Cheverini and Kenyon Rambo, they brought a whole new crop in and then kept me. And so when you talk about being cut, man, it's, it's, so I remember on cut day, I came home and bought me Escalade. I don't know why I got Escalade. I ain't <laughs> made a team yet. But Landon you were confident, though. Yeah, I was very confident, man. So they gave me Escalade on credit, basically. And the next day was cut day, so I drove back, and me and Sean Keith from Florida State walking in. And there was a guy at the front desk, and he's waiting for you to walk in. And he's going to tell you, go see Jerry or keep going. And I had been cut six times prior, you know, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to get it cut again. I got a new Escalade yesterday, but I ain't going to have it long. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, we, uh, so me and Sean walk in, and he says, hey, and we stop and turn around. And he says, Sean, come here. And I stood there for about five seconds. He never said a word to me. I turned around, ran in my locker. I looked in my locker. That was the first time that I made a team that all my stuff was in my locker still. And I just broke down crying. I mean, I cried so hard, man. Yeah, absolutely. That a rocket Ishmael gave me his phone to call my grandmother. And she was at work just screaming. And Emmy came over and talked to her on the phone. Like, the book is going to be so crazy, man, that all these stories are in there. And it's telling about the ups and downs of my career. So how long are we talking about then before we can see this book? 
We're looking at about January or February. Okay. They want to bring it out during football season, but it's not ready just yet. And next football season will be a whole year from now. So we don't want to wait that long. Right, right. You want to get it in, yeah, in the off season oh, or hey, but I got season's oh, over. Oh, you do it maybe a month before that. I can ask for it for Christmas. That helped me out. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a publishing deal and a movie deal out of it. So if it That's uh, valuable. Yeah, it does well, then they'll make a movie out of it, man. So I've been keeping it quiet, but now the state knows. Got it breaking here on the buzz. Let's go to the phones and talk to Heath. What's up, Heath? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, not 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 if it does well, when it does well. So you gonna catch a movie deal out of that, man? So let's let's keep that positivity rolling. Congratulations on that, by the way. I appreciate you, man. And I just graduated college two weeks ago, Joe. Yeah, big time. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Another ahead, congrats, man. Look, look at that. So it's trash talk Thursday, gentlemen. So I wanna I wanna kick it off. Come on with it. If I may, if I may, listen. <sighs> I know you know that Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz fight is this weekend. I get emotional about this, man, because Jake Paul is not only not a boxer, he's not a fighter. And I give him respect. For anybody who gets in the ring, gets an octagon, I will give you respect because that's not an easy thing to do. But you can't just decide one day to do it and then tell everybody you're on the level of the greatest guys out there. So it's just another spectacle circus show going on this weekend. I mean, the dude calls himself a pro boxer. Anybody can go out there and get a boxing license. Anybody can get in the gym and train. But you can't learn the sweet science in the little bit of time he's been doing this. And to me, it's just an insult to the guys that have been doing it, you know, since they put on gloves around three or four years old, and then he's making this type of money. It just, man, it really ticks me off. And, you know, I, that's another fight I, I, I really hope. Nate Diaz has taken this serious and just knocks that clown out and just ends it. Heath, the money I mean, is, is you... one aspect of it, though, but do you not see that he's been putting in the work? Do you, you don't give him any credit for that at all? I mean, listen, he's putting on the gloves. He's, he's surrounding himself with good sugar shame. I know Danny Smith, who, who's been training him. I know Danny. You know, he's in good hands with that guy, but, I, I mean, that's just, like, that's just like me saying, you know what, I think I may want to be a pro football player. And then I hire the best trainers. I go out to the best facilities. I get the best guys around. And then I tell everybody, you know, I'm, I'm one of the best players. That, and I even step on the field. I mean, I give him credit, but he is not a – he's not what he says he is. He's just a YouTuber. He's like – he's one of those guys. He, and I give him credit. He, he, he knows how to market. He knows how to promote. He's made a lot of money. Fantastic. He's made a lot of money in the boxing game, which is insane. It's insane how much money he's made in a sport that he only got six fights in, seven fights in. And, I mean, I thought Tommy Fury was going to end it, but he's just a prospect. I mean, a lot of people don't know that. Tommy Fury is a, just a prospect. He's a young fighter coming up. I mean, hasn't fought a whole lot of good competition. I mean, he's fighting real boxers, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, he's in the gym with, with real fighters. But, you know, I thought he was going to do the world justice, and he just won a, won a decision, which was just disheartening. But, I mean, yeah, Joe, I get the, I get the guy credit. And, and that's he's part a, of why you have to give him credit because if you're thinking, you know, Tommy Fury and the background that he does have and his whole family, they're all fighters, and Jake Paul was able to stick with him, and it wasn't just a, a wipeout. Now, you could see that Tommy Fury did have better skills, and <clears throat> the experience did take over at some point, but Jake Paul held his own against Tommy Fury. I mean, he did. You got to give him that. But I mean, again, to to talk how Jake Paul's talking, you would think he, you would think he, uh, you know, he, he's on the level of uh, Olympians and like a Canelo or somebody like that, just the way he perceives himself. But he's so smart because then he goes out and he makes videos making fun of himself about people saying he hadn't fought a top fighter or hadn't fought a boxer. I mean, it's just, it's just he's smart in that way. I mean, he's he's got that cornered. But I'm telling you, you know, come on, man, you know, that, the money's in boxing. It always has been, always will be. That's why Conor McGregor switched over to make $100 million to fight Floyd. Absolutely. That's why, that's why Nganyu is switching over so Tyson Fury can give him a huge payday. Those guys don't get paid enough, number one. But he, number two, but he, what if he yeah. gets out there, puts up a good showing, and actually wins the fight? Then, then what do you say? Because it well, can I mean, happen. You know, one punch is all it takes. 
You're right. One, I mean, look, that's the best thing about boxing. Styles make fights, and one punch could just, you know, can end it all, can can turn a fight. I just feel like if he would just... How long has he been doing this now? This, this will be his eighth fight going against Nate Diaz, another MMA guy who's kind of out of his prime. <laughs> you know, may, 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 have a, may have a small boxing background, but is not known for his, you know, striking. He'll stand up and fight, which... But There's but no see that's that that's the other thing, Heath, is if Nate Diaz beats him, everybody, you know, that has feelings similar to you, they're gonna say, Well, Nate Diaz put him in his place. If he beats Nate Diaz, on the other hand, nobody is gonna want to give him credit because they're saying, Well, he just fought another MMA fighter. It has to be some in between on that. It can't well, be would, one extreme to the other. I, I get that. I just wanna see him push more towards boxers. Like legitimate boxers. I mean, it can be done. I mean, Floyd Mayweather paid the way for for the money, and Lomachenko showed you in his second, you know, pro fight. He's gonna he fought for a world title, so it can be done if you have that pedigree. But I mean, if you're gonna call yourself a pro boxer, you better start making some resume and putting names on there that you beat. And if you you have the money to call out some of these guys and say, hey, let's make this happen. He's a draw. He can. I mean, look at. Look at his brother Logan. He fought Floyd Mayweather. If Floyd knew his brother's a huge draw, so what's he going to do? He's going to make that money. He's going to get in the ring, put on a little spectacle, and then cash out, which is what exactly that's what happened. Well, you know, Floyd could have knocked that dude out in the first round if he wanted to, but guess what? Everybody would have been mad. Nobody would. Nobody's going to buy the next fight. So I just hate what it's turned into. I mean, it's a, you know, it's just it's an entertainment. It's a circus instead of like a sport. A real sport, you know. I mean, it's just uh, letting those guys do that. Just, I mean, to me, it's just disheartening, and it's just like a slap in the face. I mean, you got kids coming up. I, I know fifteen-year-olds right now that could that could outbox that dude. <laughs> Probably knock that knock, knock that clown. I'm serious. Hey, the problem with it, though, Heath, is the fifteen-year-olds. That's who they're looking to. That's who they're idolizing. That's who they're wanting to pattern their career after because they see that he's been successful with it. And is that not sad? It, I mean, it, I, I, it I, I is see, to some degree I if you're a traditionalist. A well, I mean, yeah, I see it to a point, but it's like, you know, he just showed uh, he just showed everybody you don't have to you don't you don't need to dream for the Olympics. You don't have to train as an amateur. You could just find some way to make a bunch of money and then decide you want to do it and then go out and hire the best guys and guess what? You're in the mix. I mean, <laughs> it's like you don't have to earn anything. But that's it's the same painful. as old school comedians and Facebook comedians. There are some guys that get paid based off of being Facebook comedians. It's a new day and age now. People can social media has changed everything. Can, it's changed All everything. Yeah, it's the social media world, just like it's a device world. You can't go <laughs> anywhere without. I'm serious. You can't go anywhere. It's in the schools. I see it every day. It's in the schools. What are you learning on computer? You know, I mean, look. You know, it's a device world. It's a social media world. And I mean, I get it. There's a, there's, a, there's a use for it, uh, and I understand it, but it's like, come on. You know, that's not, that's not, you know, that shouldn't be your entire life. Hey, he, I mean, that's, are, are you going to watch the fight this weekend? Oh, no. No, absolutely <laughs> not, man. I got, I got 100 million things I'd rather be doing than watching that state before. Okay. <laughs> hey, we appreciate it, Heath. Good talking to you. Uh, all right, guys. All right, take care. That was now, a good call. Yeah, great call, and uh, especially when we can get into some boxing talk. We're going to have more of Out of Bounds after this break. Stay tuned. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their summer auto loan special. Take advantage of 2.49% interest on a new ride. No payments for 90 days or 84 months financing on new 22 or 23 models or refinance your current loan. Alcoa Community FCU.org with a new branch in Sheridan along with the service in Celine, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Want to know about bass tournaments and some of the best fishing spots in the state? Well, tune in to Fishing Arkansas Sunday mornings with Big Sarge and his crew. Fishing Arkansas is presented by Fletcher Auto Group, Shelter Insurance Agent Jamie Marsh, Stanley Hardware, and Cooper's Nursery and Cabot. Fishing Arkansas every Sunday morning from 8.30 to 10 on 103.7 The Buzz. 
Hey, folks, it's Joey and Ryan here. What's up? It's summertime. Hey, we got some great Jeep incentives going on right now. 2.9% financing, rebate, discount on Jeep Grand Cherokee on select models. We've got 1.9 incentivized rate plus $4,000 rebate. So for all you new Ram, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs during the Make This the Summer event. Or check us out on the web at RedRiverDodge.com or Red River. We deliver. God bless you. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See shelter agent Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Becky Bradley in Sherwood, or Angie Collins in Heber Springs today. Tune in every Friday morning to hear Danny West from Hogsports.com on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by H.J. Trailer Sales. They've got truck beds and utility trailers for every type of job and a service facility for maintenance and repair. Local folks with great products, visit them online at HJTrailerSales.com or in person at 808 Albert Pike in Hot Springs. If you're on the job day in and day out, you know living with pain in your knees, hips, back, or shoulders is miserable. The good news, QC Kinetics gets it. They understand guys like you. They don't have the luxury of taking time off. They want to keep working. We are built for those guys that want to keep working and want to stay active. So the vast majority of who we see are the blue-collar guys like me and you. QC Kinetics uses biologic therapies, just like pro athletes have used for years, to get you lasting pain relief with no surgery. I want you to continue working. I want you to continue exercising. The joints are made to be moved. The treatments at QC Kinetics are fast and non-invasive. It's not a lot of time commitment on your part. There is no downtime or recovery time. You don't need short-term disability with what we do. We want to keep you active. Call QC Kinetics now to set up your free no-obligation consultation. Learn how you can get real pain relief and stay on the job. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Arkansas, what's good, y'all? Your boy Clint Sterner here. And look, man, there's a lot of people out there talking about testosterone. But I, I you got to do your homework, man. You got to go to a provider that you can trust. And I recommend Low T Center. I've been with them for over six years. It's where I got my levels checked originally, and I'm still with them today. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They specialize in men's wellness and customized testosterone treatment. It's quick. It's easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and get your results back in about 25 minutes. Ball's in your court. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, maybe you've noticed weight gain and loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center, they'll get you back to living your best life. They have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. Low T Center, quick, easy, simple, convenient, most importantly, life-changing. Right now, at Low T Center, it's only $25 to get your T levels tested with results back in 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com, Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Your brother wants a shot at the Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm walking tall. You think you're ready to run with the bulls? I've been earning and burning, snapping necks and cashing checks. On 1037 The Buzz. Jeans that fit just right And the radio If you're shopping for a vehicle You want to get to Guadney Chevrolet Guadney has the best deals in the market Been doing it 60 plus years Give them a call 501-982-2102 Save up to 7000 off 2023 Silverados And 1.9% financing is available When you finance with GM And a well-qualified buyer 1.9 is also available on 2023 Equinox and no payments for the rest of the summer. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles. 
so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com and get a deal started on GuadneyChevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. If you need a service, they have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also, Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Have a drink with me, raise your glasses for toast. It's out of bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio, Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland, Reggie Swinton, and it is a Trash Talk Thursday. If you want to get involved in the show, you can call... 501-661-1037. Text Southern Structural Solutions text line. Same number, 501-661-1037. Ask your record life and feedback. We're going to get back into some more of the messages and comments. And we're going to go back to phones and talk to JK. What's up, JK? Hey, guys. Uh, hey, guys, explain to me how the New York Mets went from last year team to the same team this year and what's going on with that club and what happened and i'll hang up and listen i don't get it man um did did anybody catch exactly what jk said there the mets the mets the mets okay yeah uh the mets have had some injuries this year and uh at different times it's affected their lineup and that's something that happens you can pick any team and when you see that they're having a down season that's going to happen quite a bit with uh, any team that has, when you see them having a downward trend, a lot of that has to do with injuries. And then they just have a different vision once they got into the season. They come into the season wanting to win, but then you get in the mix of the season, and when it's not going that way, with the trade deadline that just came about, they wanted to take a different approach and look towards the future. And that's what they're doing now. And they traded away some good pitchers. They traded away Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander. And now those guys are in places where they can actively compete and try to win some championships. And Max Scherzer, he spoke about that actually within the past couple of days when he was introduced uh, with the Texas Rangers. So that's just it. J.K., they just had a different vision at this point in the season to where they were at the beginning and now they want to look towards the future more and that's why some of those guys want it out that's just what's going to happen well veteran guys ain't trying to lose either and when you lose some of your best players you cannot expect to have a good season and when they tell you that they're looking for the future then guys who've been there for a long time they want to to a win they want to get out of there they want to get somewhere where they at least have a chance to win a ring because they've got the money already so when teams start doing that do not expect a good season in, in, in all sports. And we see it a lot in basketball more so. We see players controlling their narrative and their situation more so than any other sport. And these players from other sports, they see that happening, especially they football. Suit. They follow suit. That's exactly what they want to do. Now, uh, it's easier to do it in basketball because we're talking less numbers as far as the size of the team. And it's easier to make those things happen. Now, what they do have have going for them in the NBA is when you make trades a lot of times you'll see players getting traded as opposed to with NFL is about draft picks more so but they have to make the money balance on both sides in the NBA that's why you see a lot of player for player but then if you're talking about a superstar player now you can get a number of first round draft picks for that superstar player now here's some Joe I never could figure out so maybe you can help me out with it no, I know about players getting cut and getting traded. But explain to me, and this may sound funny because I'm a sports guy, explain to me how a coach gets traded. It's happened a couple times, right? It has right? happened, yeah. With John Doc Rivers. Yeah. And somebody. How does a coach get traded? It's, it's rare. It is rare. Uh, actually, this came up a couple of years ago about Mike Tomlin. And Mike Tomlin is somebody that every year – People are wanting him to looking into something else, you know, a new opportunity, a new challenge, and his name always surfaces, and he always shuts it down. He's one of the few coaches that when his name surfaces with something, he will shut it down. Most coaches, they stay away from it. They don't want to answer the questions, but this is something that came up with him. I forgot. It may have been Washington. It, that, it was 
yeah, the commanders, that organization at the time, that they were saying they were looking towards the future. They may have new ownership coming in at some point, but that they were going to be looking to make a coaching change. And these are always people on the outside speculating to say what could happen. And uh, his name surfaced with Washington. It surfaced with USC at the time. And he really shot that down where he's saying, there's no way I'm going to leave what I consider to be the best job in football and maybe in all the sports to go take a college job. Well, There's no way that's happening. Didn't Sean Payton get traded from the Saints to the Broncos? He did because uh, he was still under contract. Okay. I figured that would probably be the most recent. That, case, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that is the most recent. So it was one where he stepped away, but he had one year remaining on that contract, and his initial plan was to wait it out. But, you know, when the Broncos talked to him and the offer was really good – the Broncos knew that they had to compensate the Saints in some kind of way to get him because he was still under contract. Now, speaking of Pittsburgh, Bill, that's your team. <laughs> and speaking of Mike Tomlin, who's been there, who's been phenomenal for a long time, do you think that he's maxed out? Do you think that he's done the best he can do and it's time for him to go? Or do you think he still has a chance of being a top, a top coach? I think he still has a chance, and we're talking about – there's turnover in NFL teams every year. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about a massive turnover in his time there, let's say in the, in the past five years. Now, he's been there 17 overall, but within the past five years, you're talking about your franchise quarterback that's been there from day one, the day you step through the door, he's gone. So if you're willing to see that through, which he has, and this is going into – the second year with Kenny Pickett, then, yeah, he, he's going to want to see that through at least for a little more time because if he wanted to step away, he would have stepped away right then and said, let me hand this over to somebody but else. But I'm saying from ownership point of view. Yeah, from ownership point of view, they, they feel like he still has it. Now, it is a debate because he hasn't gotten an extension, and that's kind of hanging out there. But usually the Steelers take that old-school approach that – they wait until that contract is almost to the limit before they give an extension yeah. and add more years to it. Probably the most impressive stat is the Steelers have had three coaches. You know, talking about Mike Tomlin, three coaches in 65 years or something. They have patience. In, in today's landscape, that's incredible. Absolutely. We have more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. It's Hour 2. Stay tuned. <laughs> Join Kevin McPherson, Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, each Friday on Drive Time Sports. Brought to you by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Got a wedding in your future? Don't miss the Arkansas Democrat Gazette's Bridal Show Sunday, August 6th at the Statehouse Convention Center in Woodrock. With more than 60 exhibitors, multiple fashion shows,